something my father once told me. People always remember how something began and how it ended. And it was crazy because it was pertaining to music. It wasn't even pertaining to life. But I noticed a lot of the stuff that my father used to say pertaining to other things. I'm repeating them to myself now in life, in life situations. Almost as if his voice has now become my inner voice. He passed down DNA to me. His spirit's still rocking with me. His win was made transferable. Life gives you clues. Yeah, I feel like a lot of what my father used to tell me growing up, or even as an adult, a young adult in my 20s, has become like life clues now, now that he's no longer here. So with the idea of people remembering the beginning and the end, when he said that to me, that was after church one time. So I didn't even take it as, oh, this is a life lesson. I took it, we just got done playing a song, and he's letting me know, hey, keep in mind, people remember the beginning and people remember the end. That thing that became a life lesson now. We used to do construction. He said to me on the job one time, he said, if you're lazy, it'll hurt you. We used to be on the job. I, I think I might have dropped a board or something. I know one time I almost killed myself on the job. I jumped down. They were raising the scaffolds. And I jumped down. I wasn't paying attention. As soon as I got on the plank, the whole plank started to flip. So these dudes grabbed the opposite side of the plank real quick. We were doing a public. So we were like six frames high. I was like, oh, shit. I think I was like 18. I was, yeah, I was about 18 because it was fresh out of high school. My father, he even hired two of my friends, two of my close friends at one point. So me and one of my boys, we was on the job one day and we were doing a, um, I think it was like we were doing something to a condo or I don't know, going to look for material or something. It was a rainy day. We were on the top floor. There was a scaffold in the room we were in and I'm on the scaffold. There's no rooftop on the place yet. So the rain is just pouring into the building and I had a plank. Planks are like 16 feet long. So I had a plank and I put it on the scaffold and the other end on the uh, on the floor. So it was leaning like a slide. They had the trusses in. The trusses is the framing that like if you go up in your attic and you look at like all the wooden framing, the parts you walk on, those are the trusses. You don't walk on the drywall. You know, you walk on the part you could trust. They had the trusses in, but they didn't. Am I saying that right? For some reason, it don't sound right. <laughs> Anyhow, the joist, whatever. They had them joints in and between each one is actually this one i don't know what was going on they had like these little metal clamps on them like these little metal like mesh clamps attached to certain points on the joists and this is why i I can't get on my kids for doing dumb stuff because i did dumb stuff yo i'm standing on the scaffold and i've decided on a rainy day i'm gonna try and slide down this plank while holding the joist i go to slide and my hands are holding the joist and i'm not paying attention and i slid it's a rainy day scaffold frames are like I don't know, maybe eight feet high, I would say, if I had to guess. Well, they could be adjusted to different heights. This one might have been seven feet high. It might have been eight feet high. I'm on a 16-foot plank. So from eight feet down to six feet, that's the that's the elevation of the slope. I'm holding the truss. Dumbass, yo. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Freaking raining. I'm sliding. And I slid faster than I expected. And my finger hit one of those metal mesh clip things. And it sliced right through my finger. Oh, Jesus. My boy was like, yo, that was the most cringy thing I had ever seen in my life, bro. He's like, seriously, bro, seeing that meat chunk fly off your finger and all I saw was blood? Oh, my gosh, yo. I was in excruciating pain that day. And what did we do after? We went right to McDonald's. That McDonald's on Kennedy in South Tampa used to be the spot. Yo, oh, my gosh. We'd be on the job. We would go take lunch break. Yo, that was another highlight of working on the job, yo. Like, we got a... I remember one day ordering a double quarter pounder, and that double quarter pounder smacked so hard. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, to this day, my boy randomly, like, so every now... Now and then when we talk, it like, yo, you remember that day we had them burgers at that Mickey D's on camera? I'm like, yo, them burgers was smacking. Sadly, I don't eat McDonald's anymore. I ain't eat McDonald's in like nine years. Like I stopped eating fast food. 
Except for the other day, yo. The other day, listen, yo, a mental break is necessary sometimes. I remember a friend of mine said this. One of the dudes from my church, he was like, sometimes you got to break the routine. Yo, I was trying to surprise my kids. Let me let me give you a little backstory on this one. So my middle son, one time, my wife was trying to plan a trip for my birthday last year. She was surprising me with a trip to Vegas. I knew we were going somewhere, but I didn't want to ruin the suspense for myself by digging into where we were going. She's like, yo, the flight leaves at 11 p.m. tonight. Like, we got to, you know, we got to ride, yo. Like, let's go. I can't remember what what led to this, but I was saying something. I was like, do I need to pack a swimsuit? I think that's what I said. And my son goes, you need a swimsuit for Vegas? <laughs> and my wife was pissed, yo. It's so funny because the other day, I was trying to do the same thing to my kids. I got up. I knew I needed brake pads. I needed to change my brake pads. I got up 4.30 in the morning, went outside with a flashlight, did an oil change, changed my brake pads. That's beside the point. I was trying to surprise my kids the same way. I was I was not, like I, my wife and I told my wife, I said, yo, we're going to go to Aquatica tomorrow. It didn't even have to be said that we were keeping it from the kids, all right? We were going to surprise them. I'm standing in the bathroom in the morning getting ready, and I noticed, like, she, her face is kind of, like, like something's troubling her. I'm like, yo, babe, what's the matter? Like, I could tell something's wrong. Intermittent wardrobe issue. So I was like, we going to a water park. Like, you about to take that off anyway. As soon as I said it, all three of my kids heard it. <laughs> One was standing in the doorway. The other two were in the kitchen. But all three of them heard it. Yo, they came in the bathroom and tore me a new one. They said, you can't never say we do this and we do that. And that we can't keep our mouth shut. Look at you. You didn't explode. They chewed my ass out, yo, royally, yo. And it was well-deserved, yo. Like, they got it honest, yo. I'm like, shoot. Yo, I didn't even, like, it just slipped, yo. I was just, I was in the moment. I wasn't even thinking, yo. It just slipped. I already had it made up in my mind, like, yo, this is going to be the best day ever, all right? This is going to be phenomenal. So we go we go out to the O, and the first thing we do when we get there is get some food. We stopped at the Shake Shack. For anyone who's never had the Shake Shack, Shake Shack's burgers are absolutely smacking. Oh, my gosh. The fries were right on time. Those were the type of fries that I was anticipating, all right? So the burger was smacking. No condiments needed. The burger's that good. The cheese, nice and uh, melted all on the patties. Yo, the joint was fire. So anyhow, we had lunch at the Shake Shack. We down there at the uh, on International Drive under the big, what's the, the big, uh, what's that joint? The swing. What's it called? Icon? I don't know. It's the big swing that goes in a circle. So we right up under the big swing. We going to the Shake Shack. It was mad people out there. It was hot. We smelling all the all the good food and stuff cooked. We seeing the little vendors with things. It was just a vibe, yo. So we get to Aquatica, and Aquatica was an absolute vibe, yo. Yo, one thing about my family, like, yo, we love freaking water parks, yo. Like, water parks are an absolute vibe. They had two lazy rivers, and it's like, yo, it's, it's a routine, you know, just to, just to get wet. You got to step into the lazy river first. Got to get into the lazy river. They had a lazy river the line was forever because you had to wait for the tube to get in the lazy river but then they had the not so lazy river where it was kind of fast paced and you kind of just floated with a life jacket i didn't really enjoy that one as much i don't know i don't mind a fast paced lazy river but i got to be in the inner tube yo i can't i can't just be floating by way of body or a freaking life jacket like I, I gotta be in a tube let that thing do its thing and while i'm on that that's actually something that's probably better alone without the kids because kids, they, they just want to splash and swim and be fast. And, you know, they're not they're not like really taking in. At least my kids are. They're not they're not taking in the enjoyment or the bliss that is the lazy river. You know how stuff be a vibe and you, you just got to tell yourself like, yo, that was one for the books. That, that was the type of situation we had. And that's the thing, yo. When I look back, I want to create memories now that I can look back on and just pause every now and then in the nostalgia like, yo. That was a vibe, yo. That day, that was one for the books, yo. That was an absolute vibe, yo. You remember when we did this? Or you remember when we did that? Yo, that was a vibe, yo. 
I've conditioned myself now to where whenever I look back, I look back at the vibe. Like, yo, that was a vibe. They used to have this app called Tackle. It was a vibe, yo. They had like all kind of odd jobs, mountain TVs, cleaning people's houses, picking weeds, just anything you could think of, yo. One job, one time, it was, a, it was an old lady. The job was paying $95. She just needed a package moved from the front door to the back. Like that was it. She was too old to hold the package. $95 to move a package, yo. So with Tackle, it was a vibe because it was like, yo, you, you can make a couple, you can make a couple dollars in a day just off the app. So I'm splitting my days between this Uber and Lyft. I'm doing airport runs and stuff in between. Like it was just a vibe, yo. And then when Tackle started doing the instant pay or made, they did the option where you could do instant payouts. Oh my gosh, it was a vibe, yo. You can get paid the same day. It's so crazy because now when I'm driving through Tampa, I'm looking at buildings where I've done work before and I'm like, yo, I remember when I did a job. I remember like it was a Saturday night and I went and mounted a TV at these people's house and I did. I was supposed to just do that, but then I did a little something extra on the side. The smart hustler, you ain't just getting paid what the app is paying. You're going to talk your way into some side work. Like I was saying, I was driving past that building and I'm like, yo, it was a Saturday night and I was going there to make 250 and wound up making 650. Like it was a vibe, yo, on a Saturday night right before going out. Like it was an absolute vibe. I don't know, yo. Anytime I look back, I'm like, yo. I'm trying to look back at the vibes. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason why the rear view mirror is smaller than the windshield. Though it may be useful to take a glance back at times, you want to glance back and remember all the pleasantries of life. You know, the memories that serve you. You know what I mean? You don't want to glance back. Some people glance back and they just look at all their problems and all their misery. And what happens is now because they're looking at that in their rear view, now that's what they're seeing in their windshield as well. It's almost as if unintentionally they've conditioned themselves to only look at problems as if they've trained themselves to only see problems. How you do anything is how you do everything. How you do anything winds up showing up in how you do everything. What's some of the stuff you see when you're driving that you don't want to see? You look in the rear view, you see a cop and what's the first thing you do? You get tense. You know what I mean? Then you start to manifest. You start imagining, for some people, flashing lights, 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 until what happens? Then them lights come on. Damn it, man. Then you all pissed, but you didn't manifested that joint. Your vibration changed. You get that tense. Everything vibrates, all right? This is Albert Einstein's physics. Law of vibration. Everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. You match the frequency of the reality you want, and inevitably, you're going to get it. It's that simple. Everything vibrates, all right? You get tense or you get nervous, that changes your vibration. That vibration transfers now to your steering wheel, so now that changes the vibration of your, your vehicle. It may not seem like a big thing. Okay, fine. Then it gets transferred to the car behind you. So he might not have been going to pull you over before, but now he's pulling you over. Yeah, I don't even care if that didn't make sense. That was considerable in my mind, yo. That was an example of a code switch for those of y'all that don't know. Remember I talked about code switching? I was listening to a, two of my friends having a dialogue the other day, and one was basically telling the other one that he was wrong he was wrong because of what he believed i didn't get involved but i'm just like yo no one knows enough to be a pessimist you know but people believe they do i'm about to get controversial many people believe and have this misconception that the way that they conceptualize and understand life what they see as truth is the be all end all truth that's it it goes no further than that full stop they put a cap on it with different ideologies source the all truth the super consciousness, this higher divinity, God is infinite. Align that with transcendent. In other words, 
source, the divine, the all, is a continuum of ongoing evolutionary transcendency. Knowledge doesn't have to be contained by a lid. Power is what's resulted from knowing. Because the mind is divine. The mind is all source. The creator, the superconsciousness, the infinite intelligence, God, whatever you define it or assign it to be. I'm saying this solely pertaining to me as an individual. Your definition does not have to be rested in my belief or anyone's belief for that matter. Nobody knows it all and no one's going to know it all. It just is what it is. Somebody might say, I'm not like that. I don't conduct myself like that. I am. Anything said after I am is essentially a spell you cast upon yourself. You're making whatever words are said after that true as they apply to you, backed by your belief. You're the page master of this story or allegory that is your life. Oh, that's a good one right there, yo. Is your life a story or is it an allegory? Is it something that you really want to make this thing happen for you for real, for real? Or you want it to just be a shadow of what could have happened? Are you intentionally working every day to bring them dreams to the other side of flourishing? Or do you find comfort in the latter, hoping and wishing and praying for good luck? But the truth of it is, it is what it is. You've become fond of superstition. That's food for thought right there. Do my thoughts, do my actions align more with the story of my life? Or do they align more with an allegory of my life? I'm freaking flaming right now, yo. Like, this is raw. This is no notes whatsoever. I'm purging these thoughts exactly as they're hitting my mind. I ain't biting my tongue because I want to be the greatest my bloodline has ever seen. Move like a spy and lead like a king. Think like a genius and work like a machine. I'm done for now. Don't mean to sound mean. That's Vital Podcast. You just listen to 13.